0: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and special guest on today's program, Linda Chandler, talking today about Easter Connections.
1: road call four 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 five 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 that's four 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 fifty five fifty five ellison lazar fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch
3: They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.
4: Thank you, Mike, and welcome to Love Talk. It's a beautiful day in our neighborhood today, Mike, and we're so excited as we approach this weekend of Easter. And we are broadcasting today from the bridge at Central Texas Test Uh, Central Texas Christian Talk, and uh, we're kicking off some great times of building bridges of love and leadership. And our guest today, Mike, is Reverend Linda Chandler, and Linda's a longtime friend. She's pastor of Austin Brethren Church and married to Gary Chandler, who is superintendent of Copeland Schools. She's a mother of three boys and the founder of Host Ministries, and she's the author of a wonderful book called Gates of Redemption. And Mike, you know, she wrote a chapter for us in our book, a Praying and Praising across Texas. So, welcome, Linda. It's great to have you with us today.
5: Well, it's a great day to be here. And you talk about that we're getting ready for the resurrection. I was watching, looking at the blue bonnets. They've all of a sudden
4: just come up everywhere. What a
5: gift of God for us today. Well, my
4: husband told me we're taking a, a day off tomorrow and going somewhere. And he loves the blue bonnets. So, I'm thinking that's. About what he has on his heart today. Well, you know,
5: you're always my blue bonnet of love. Oh, life.
4: you're so sweet to say that. Well, we're, you know, we have mm. a long history, Linda, of working together. Yes, you, we do. You are part of our National Day of Prayer Leadership. You and Gary are directors on our board. And uh, one of the things that's so close to our heart uh, always is the prayer uh, of the the righteous people of this city and this county and, and the area where we which we live and and how it is that we connect with God. And so it's just uh, you do that so well in all the things that you do.
5: Well, I think that prayer is, um, it is a gift to God, but it's also a, an acquirement in our relationship with God. I remember the first few times, you know, I was going to pray when I and, um, out loud, mm-hmm. and I was just shaking in my shoes, and, and I, I heard that old adage, practice makes perfect, and so it's just like anything, you just, it's not that it's some maze that we can't understand, it's just about doing it, and it, you you grow into such a love for it. And you're, you're the you're the mother of prayer for us here in Austin. So, you
4: know, we learned well from you. Well, thank you for saying that, Linda. You know, I've, I determined a long time ago that the seed has been planted and the Lord creates needs in our life that we might trust him for, for whatever it is in our growth, in our development, in being a representative and an ambassador for Christ. Because that's what we are. We're just... We're supposed to be love on parade so that people can look at us and see the things that we represent, the things that we, the way we pray, the way we talk, the way we hug people, or even feed people. Uh, those are the things that the world is looking at to see how real we are.
5: Well, and to see if God is real. Mm-hmm. And I just, even just your, your whole thing of love talk. Do you not talk to the one that you love so much? Mm -hmm. Do you not spend time with him? That's really what prayer is. It's our love talk to God.
4: Absolutely. And
5: then as he pours in his love talk back to us, we can pour out on a world and they'll
4: say, wow, where where did that come from? Well, it came from God. He's very real and he loves you. And he has connected with us. That's one of the Mm -hmm. most amazing things that he left the throne of heaven and walked on the earth the way that we walk and then to give his life, and that is the celebration that we're doing this weekend with the celebration of Easter. One of the things about Easter that has always fascinated me, because I didn't grow up in a Christian home, is the fact that it uh, it starts out on Friday with just the solemnness, but then it changes to cheer and hallelujahs on Sunday because it It is the very epiphany of who God himself is, that he walked among us and showed us how much he loves us. And one of the things that's so fascinating with Israel, and we're going to be talking about that today, to me, when we were there, uh, on mine and Van's 25th anniversary, Uh we went to Israel, was we were up on uh, the Mount and looked down into, I think that's Hedron Valley there, and all the white crosses that are there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, we asked the guide, why are there white crosses there? And he said, those are first century Christians. And it's on the Easter, at the Eastern yes, Gate. at the East Gate, yes. And he said they wanted to be planted there so they could be the first one to see him.
5: When he arrives again at the uh-huh. East
4: Gate, amen. And, you know, the world calls Easter a pagan holiday, but Easter is taken from the Eastern Gate. Oh, I had never thought of that. That is awesome. And that gate is the thing that provided the entrance into the Holy City. And it's now closed, as you know.
5: Oh, I know, because they wanted to close it to be sure that, uh, well, it was held in that time actually again by the Muslims. Uh Uh, And uh, Saladin had done that when he heard that he would be coming back. And although they revere Jesus as a prophet. Yes. This whole thing of him becoming the king of the world was a little bit much. And so they sealed it all up. But as we both know, the tomb was sealed. Uh Uh-huh. And he... Came right on out. He came right on out. And so we have that beautiful picture of even with the valley of those crosses, that he can cross the the chasm of death. Yes. And he comes to give us life. Isn't that what it's really about? Even with us starting and talking about the blue bonnets, you know, they appear dead in the winter. And isn't it wonderful that Easter comes in the spring when everything springs back to the Mm. new life? God's word says that even nature testifies to who he is.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it is the glory, the mm. crown that, you know, they took the thorns to make the crown. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. What was dead and dried yes. up. And, and it was representative of the new life that he, he, would, he brought and continues to bring today. Well, you know, these are really busy days for both of us. We're preparing for National Day of Prayer. And our, our theme this year is uh, hear the cry. Of your people, God, Lord, hear our cry, and so many th- exciting things are happening. I, I know that in Austin we have some major pastoral prayer things that are going on, and you are part of that. And we are just so appreciative of the work that you do in this well evening.
5: i I want to report today too if people think you know, if they think they're losing hope we are crying out I was with a group of pastors yesterday morning from six a m to nine a m three hours nonstop and we really cried out to to the Lord and this is all different denominations you know we didn't go through are you spirit filled yeah. or you this or whatever it was just we're here for the king. And we want to cry out that he would come into our city, into Austin, Texas. So, Austin, we're putting you on notice because the king is coming.
4: Well, Linda, one of the things that, that I mentioned is you're the author of a new book, and it's called The Gates of Redemption. Redemption. Mm-hmm. And it is so uh, so structured to explain the connection that the Lord Jesus made when he came in the connection that we have with him now. And we want to talk a little bit about that today because I know you have a great, great love for Israel and uh, uh, what you know. And this is a time of year and a time of uh, history. Yes, it is. When Israel is shaking, the very roots of Israel is shaking, and so we do want to talk about that. But uh, one of the things that I think about uh, the the book that we've written together is that. It is reaching into the the church, not just the churches, but organizations where people are beginning to realize how important connection and love talking with the Lord Jesus is. That's exactly right.
5: In fact, um, you had reminded me today about a quote that I made in that book about that. As we look over the landscape of choice, what are we going to talk about? What really matters to us? We discover a world where we've been just walking our own way. We've been doing our own thing, how the world tells us with success and all this. That reality paves a very hard road for our, us mm-hmm. to walk. I deal every day with people that are so broken. Somebody might be listening today saying, you know, how, that didn't work out for me. You know, that hard road where you gotta be so significant. You gotta have fame. You gotta have money. You gotta have mm-hmm. all these things, you know, um, uh, and, and um, it, it appears to have great choices. You know, if you do this, if you set your mind to this, mm-hmm. you know, it'll all happen. But instead, it becomes a road that's paved with these big, huge pitfalls. And this walking our own way has produced these unimaginable uh, consequences for us, for our children, for our future. Really, it's a global kind of thing. And... um I think that that's again to tie that back into our NDP, you know, mm-hmm. to cry out to the Lord is that it says in Second Samuel, First uh, Samuel, excuse me, First Samuel 12:23. Samuel said to the people, "Serve the Lord with all your heart. Mm. And do not turn aside, for then, if you do turn aside, he says, you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver." For they are nothing. So the things of this world are actually nothing. They're here for a time. And then it says, but the Lord will not forsake his own people for his great name's sake. Because it pleased the Lord to make you his people. Of course, in there he was talking about Israel. But today we're grafted into that. Mm -hmm. And we are showing the reality of God. But this is what I really love. and, And if we're getting close to taking our commercial, let me just close saying, Samuel then said, Yes, he goes on and he says, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for mm. you to do this. Again, couched in prayer that we cannot cease to pray that the world would come off this hard path and that would come into the
4: glorious, really golden road. Yes that you not know, it's not the, it's not the uh, movie type road it's it, it, you no. know we, we think about that that yellow brick road but it is the road to the blessing of life when we come back linda want to ask you a question if you suddenly found yourself alone in a room with the living god of the universe what would you be able to talk about right after this stay with us or love talk
1: Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis Central Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
6: 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davidson and special guest on the program today Linda Chandler
4: Thank you Mike It is great Linda to hear from our good sponsors it And is. Uh, I do want to make uh, one uh, little comment before we continue with a question I ask you uh, our good friend, Ed Sossin, uh who's been with us in Christian radio for years and years and years, yes. is in a nursing home. He has pancreatic cancer in the last stages. And so I would like for us, and we just heard his spot that he makes for Tim Smith and um, Hill Country Landscape, which is the oldest sponsor we have. We have been on the radio 31 years. Wow. And Tim has stayed with us all these years because God's blessed him and blessed us with his ministry. But I would ask you, Dave, because we are talking about prayer today, and that's what we do. We do it every day as the Lord brings needs to us. But we're also talking about gates today. And we talk about the eastern gate as being that place where people expected, the first century Christians expected, uh, the Lord to return to. Him. And they wanted, they wanted when they were, when they passed on, they wanted their body and the, what was left of them planted there at that Eastern gate. So they'd be one of the first ones to see him. But we're talking today about connections and about talking. And I ask you the question, you know, what would you say? If, if you uh, were in, alone in the room with the Lord Jesus, or what would He say to you, do you think, today, in the times in which we live? Because we're talking about that yellow brick road. I think that
5: the Lord would, number one, He would say to you, You are my beloved. You are my I beloved. absolutely believe that that's what the Lord, when He's in relationship with us, that's how He wants to address us. You are my beloved. And I chose you, this is something you quote a lot of time. I chose you, you did not choose me. We just agreed with his choice at some point in our lives so that we could line up our will with him. But I think also the Lord would say, if you return to me and seek me with all your heart, then you're going to know what my will and my direction is, my heart is for this world, and we're going to line up better with God's plans, for his ways are not our ways. And that's where we get so off track or we fall in a pitfall because we're trying to do something the world's way or what we've been told. And God's ways are so different, but they're good. And with them comes blessing, you know, and benefit. And even with, uh, <clears throat> and I want to key on to what you were talking about because I don't want to leave the Ed Sawson thing, is that even though that he is there in the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord is with him. He's Absolutely. a man of God. He's a vessel of mm-hmm. valor, and the Lord is there. We would just ask the Lord today to just to comfort him and to mm-hmm. care for him, to just guard over him because he is one of God's beloved treasures.
4: He is, and and, and as we said, he's been a long time supporter of Love Talk. Absolutely, and, and all. but what we're ta- what you know what our emphasis is, even in mentioning um, Ed, is that there are great needs. In the world in which we live today. Absolutely. And the Lord needs every one of us who carry the banner of the cross to be representative and an ambassador for him. Absolutely. In a world that's seeking and searching for answers to the issues of God. Well, what did his
5: son come to do? He came to heal and heal the sick, to comfort those that were lost, and to provide a way of salvation, a way to connect us with God eternally. Eternally, you know, I have this thing that I've been saying. It's in uh, Ecclesiastes three eleven, and it says, "For God has set eternity in our hearts." I see that as a beacon of light or hope. It's just always beep beep beep. He's looking for God, but He has always been out there searching for to connect with us, and Jesus is our connection point.
4: Well, you're we mentioned that you know your book is about um, the gates of redemption. redemption. Uh, give us a broad view of what that is, Linda.
5: Well, to redeem things means to bring it back um, to what its original um, uh, purpose was in this world. And, and I think we've lost sight of what is our original purpose. We were created, uh, the Lord says, to be a delight to him. It says that in Scripture, we are to be a delight for him. And then he put us on the earth to take dominion of it and to uh, really put our character uh, into the right um, method of, well, just of creation, that everything would be in right order. And so as he's done that and as we become his delight, we, we We grow up, and then sometimes we don 't do everything right, which is you know the Adam and Eve story all over again. We fall and we make bad decisions, and disobedience comes. but the Lord is always saying, "Return to me, come back to me, cross that but he 's a holy God, and so to understand what holiness is is to me to to Understand also what redemption is, and that's what Jesus came to do. He became to be that connection point, but as He is the truth and the life and the way, which is what He said He was, the road. He is the road. I believe that there are certain gates that God teaches us through of how to develop that original character that he breathed when he breathed life into us, that he would want to establish us so that we are the ambassadors that are you called. We bring, we present the reality of God through our lives to others that don't yet believe.
4: One of those gates is the gates of Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. Linda. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know... Our book that you wrote a uh, chapter in is called Praying and Praising Across Texas. How important is it that we do that, that we come before the Lord and in the power of saying thank you for the things that we have? Even though we've got, you know, if we look at, at our health or we look at the economy or we look at uh, marriage, any of those the issues that are on the table today that we are dealing with, we have to thank God that He provided for us a nation and a constitution, absolutely, that would uphold the standards by which He has set for us. Uh, how important is Thanksgiving? Well, I think that Thanksgiving makes you
5: look at the world differently in that you begin to just thank God even for the simple things. And he did that as an exercise for me one time when I was trying to really understand what is Thanksgiving, you know, because when you're in the midst of your problems, you don't feel very thankful. Mm -hmm. But he said, you know, you're always going to have suffering in this world. So why don't you thank me? And I began to sit there and think, and I would think a lot of our viewers that are uh, hearers are going to, He said, just thank me even for simple things. You woke up this morning. You have another opportunity. My mercy is renewed every day. Thank me. You know, I just started laying in bed. I was thankful that I had a bed to lay in. I had, you know, um, whatever it is, even the simplest things. And you begin to see, you begin to develop an attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And it changes your perspective in all things. And then the whole thing is then you begin to praise him. I praise you, Lord, that I have a safe place to dwell. It doesn't matter what it is, but if you've got four walls and a bed to sleep in and have some food on the table, that's something to be thankful for. Probably 70% of the world does not have that. That's true. And so you, you become thankful for the small things that grow into the large things. It begins to uh, develop your ability to see outside of self. And this attitude of gratitude then put you into praise i praise you lord Mm -hmm. and my praise is just like as i begin to understand the word of god was like okay i have a hard time but you're my refuge you're my hope you're my answer to every problem you are my solution to every challenge Mm -hmm. and then everything just diminishes in its importance because i've praised him for being my everything
4: And it says, he's enthroned as the king in the praises of his people. Absolutely. And that's so exciting to me because, you know, the scripture says, enter his gates with thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and the courts with praise. And when we go through the gates, that is the connection. Absolutely. And when he talks about the courts, that is what he has determined is the best road for us to travel. And we don't understand that sometimes. We just make our own decisions, don't ask God, and we do it about career or any of those things. But the important thing is, is that he has a way, and the way is narrow, but yes, the way is secure, And strong and available to all of us. Every one of us.
5: And I think the gates, my concept of the gates was I ended up with seven gates, which is kind of, you know, his number of completion for me. It's kind of a, it was a character development because in the book, I talk a lot about what he taught me as I came to each one of those gates, whether it was Thanksgiving to learn how to praise outside of myself and to Mm -hmm. start there. And then, you know, I go through this other submission. How do you submit? You know, That's when life is not That's going, yeah. when, yes, it's you're yielding, and um, even Jesus had to submit. It says, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Mm-hmm. He submitted. The mission was God. If we would look at our lives, that we are on a mission for God. And we submit to that. Mm -hmm. We say, okay, I'm going to come under your mission, Lord God. I think that's something you taught me a long time ago.
4: Oh, come on, Linda. Yeah, I do. Well, you know, the sub means under. Under. You know, a submarine means it's under the water. And we don't, and the thing about submission is that we are called to be on the same mission the Lord Jesus was on. Exactly, which is redemption, to reconnect Absolutely. people to
5: God and to, to help them come into that. Really, internally, when you submit, it births your purpose and your destiny. And it doesn't matter then where you are, whether you're in the workplace or you're at home and with your family or you're in your church or whatever. But you are constantly
4: looking for that opportunity to be an ambassador for God, a connection point. That is true. And, he, you know, his mission, his commission. You know, Mm co-means together, and his mission was to connect us to the Father. Absolutely. And it is done through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And that is what Easter is all about. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. And, I mean, actually, this could be an Easter book because we have the gate. So obedience, he was obedient. He said, not my will, but your will, God. I will do the cross thing. You know, so that also shows us that he would understand when we come to those barriers in that road, Mm -hmm. that he understands we kind of back up, oh, 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 you know, and we have to struggle to line our will up with God's will. But the, the,
4: the prize is greater than what we can even imagine. Well, you know, that's, that is the Bema seat. When Paul talks about it, you know, when Paul did in his writing, he talks about the Bema seat. That's where you run the race. Mm-hmm. And then the reward it's there. It might be a big flower. It might be other things. That's but
5: true. But ours is going to be eternal life. It means, you know, it.
4: everybody's been looking for the
5: fountain of youth all through the years. I mean, look at Cortez that was in, you know, Florida, I mean, a, a hundreds hundred years ago. And yes. he's looking for, you know, that the, the golden place, you know. Yes. And it's right here. It's right here. God has got that cup of salvation and that cup of eternity right there. And he's just saying, take the sip. Mm-hmm. You're Thanks. you're not going to stop here. You you're going to go through a doorway. We like to call it you and I graduation. Yes.
4: Yes. You know, in all of this, one of the things that's so prevalent about the Easter story is the um the whole realm of forgiveness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And going through that gate of forgiveness. Yes. Um if we look at God's plan from the time that he spoke to Adam and Eve, and we see the progression of how people have taken what God created and and just uh, broken it. Mm-hmm. We live in a wor- broken world. Absolutely. Right now. And we have in, in our lives those things that come as a result of our choices. Mm-hmm. Not because we've not made the right choices, but maybe the choices were not Ours to make, and we let even someone else make them for us. We do that. Mm -hmm. We're doing that right now in this nation Mm -hmm. with our government. Mm -hmm. When we're straying so far from the Constitution, but when we look at what it really means to forgive and to be uh, giving, because that's what forgiveness means. It means to give it to God. Yes, and for to give something back that's not yours or you know you. You've taken it, it's not yours. Those things are so important for us when we look at the cross of Easter. Absolutely. Or the tomb of Easter. Absolutely. The cross of Good Friday and then the cross of Easter. I mean, the the cave of Easter. Because that is what Jesus came for. Mm -hmm. To bring us to that point that we recognize that we cannot save ourselves. Well, but and then that he for, comes as forgiveness for sin.
5: Absolutely. And it's like that forgiveness is a gift from God and we're giving it back. We say you have the right God. We, we didn't have not obeyed you. We haven't made all the right choices. We haven't done all the things, but yet you're so merciful. And Jesus said he is going to forgive you and allow you to approach eternal life, allow you to live eternally where we have a problem is that we don't want to do it on this earth Mm -hmm. because we think that we're very righteous or whatever. And so it becomes a real stumbling block in justice. But if we always remember that God's mercy is renewed every day Mm -hmm. and that when we have that issue of forgiveness, we're just going to give it over to God, just like Jesus did, just like he did to the thief on the cross where he told him, he said, you know what, today you will be in paradise with me. He didn't deserve to go to paradise, but Jesus said, I have the gift of forgiveness. So forgiveness is also a gift that God gives to us that we would say, we're not going to be the judge and jury. We're going to give it to you. doesn't make the actions right, but it
4: offers the real sacrifice, which is God's love that was on the cross. And it came at a very high price.
3: And we Mm -hmm. want to talk
4: about that, price when we come back. We want to talk about what it is to live a life that is right with Him so that He can bless. Right after this, stay with us. You won't want to miss this.
0: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
6: 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
3: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300.
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison here at The Bridge 1120, today's Christian Talk.
4: Linda, we're having a good time today Uh, in the studio with me is my good friend, Pastor Linda Chandler, and Linda is pastor of Austin Brethren Church, and she is the, uh, mm, I guess, executor of Host ministries, or what are you, director or coordinator? Well,
5: I don't know. It's just a ministry God had me put together that's very missional, and uh, he just shows me where he needs me sometimes to direct things to go. And um, host kind of, it is the Lord a host. We know that that's the commander of the Army, but it also is, uh, my little tagline, is helping others and serving together. Mm -hmm. It's about the connectional part of the body.
4: Well, that's what we're talking about today, Linda. Is uh, is making the right connections, mm-hmm. and as we approach this uh, um, Easter season, uh, we are so cognizant of the um, of the importance of knowing why Easter is important. One of the things that, that I like to do real often, even even at Christmas time, is say to people, "What is it you believe about Easter, or how do you celebrate Easter?" Because my growing up years, I did not grow up in a Christian family, right, and Easter for us, or for me was a pair of brand new patent leather shoes mm-hmm. you know,
5: mm-hmm.
4: we didn't we would all get dressed up on Friday night and go to big town. we called it and and then Saturday, uh we did radio, and uh-huh. then Sunday, my dad played with us, and so uh did
5: you it, hunt Easter eggs?
4: yes. Yes, I mean, well I hunted
5: Easter eggs too but i i did I did grow up in a home that you know we had the new gloves, the new hat, the new mm-hmm. little dress, and we were going to go to Easter Sunday to present ourselves to Jesus, but we did do the egg hunting and stuff, and so actually, I had a mother ask me that yesterday, really, yes, she said um." that you know she had bought her easter basket for her little boy and so her uh uh, husband had said you know that's a pagan thing and she Mm -hmm. it was very scary she's somebody that's just coming in Mm -hmm. to really knowing jesus and grasping that and he's one that she rebecca it's one that the lord is redeeming and so mm-hmm. she's on this really wonderful walk and so she said you know pastor linda should i not have the easter eggs and everything and i said well i've prayed about this a lot and i've mm-hmm. talked about it. it it does come from some peace, uh pagan roots and that they used to you know do that as new life and all of this but i said then again i said when i prayed about it the lord said you know what It's about new life. Take it for what Mm -hmm. it is. My son is about new life. Just connect it with that. You can look at an egg. You break an egg open, and there's either going to be a chick or it's going to be food for us. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's all. Christ is food for us. And, you know, so there's a way that we can blend it in not compromising because Mm -hmm. the whole thing has to be about Jesus. Jesus. And I said, if you can keep taking this back to Jesus, we're hunting these eggs and all of that. Mm Um, then that's that's a good thing.
4: Well, one of the things I, you know, when Van and I married, we were Christians and we were really committed that we were mm-hmm. going to be we were going to be totally pure. You know, right, <laughs> exactly. Young uh, age is when I talk to our children about the Easter egg. I would say to them, you know, it's like God's gift to us. Mm. There's a shell around it. Oh, that's good. And that shell of sin keeps us from being, you know. Uh, what it is He wants us to be. And He's representative mm-hmm. of what His protection and His love and His mercy is for us. And so if you, you know, take the shell off of that, you see the purity of life. Oh, wow, of that's right. Because what comes from that if you do not cook it? That's what I said to my boys. If mm-hmm. you don't cook the egg, what happens to it? And... Little chicken. You know, early on, they didn't under No, but I taught them. Yes. I taught them. And so... Uh they they always got confused about the rabbit and I never had a real good answer for that. Other I don't than either. The velveteen rabbit. But I did say to them very early on, this is a representative of the gift that God gives us. You know, at Christmas time we celebrate the birth. You know, the Savior. This is representative of what he did while he was here and what our gift is as a result of his coming. And so I never felt guilty about it. You know, a lot of parents Mm -hmm. do and, Mm -hmm. and allow that. But, you know, that's the way it is with everything about life, Linda. God has made it. Absolutely. If we let the enemy take it from us. Absolutely. And turn something bad into that or have, yes. you know, whatever it is. Then we have not done what we talked about before we went out on our break. The co-mission of Christ. You is know, to mission, redeem. Change it. Okay. So if it was a pagan holiday... We're connecting it today, ten thousand years ago, to be able to speak more about Jesus. Absolutely, and and it gets more exciting older you get, because you begin to see, you know, how through the years those things that have been valuable to him, and and operative in our life, yes, uh, are so so um, visible, yes, and and heart rendering. But one of the things that that about uh, one of the things that about commission. Is Jesus said three, four things. He said, he said to the disciples, "Don't let your life go stagnant. Exactly. Put life into your life." Mm-hmm. And what I want you to do is, I want you. And he gives us a great commission, and it says basically this: Get up, get out, and go tell. Yes. So you get up in the morning and you praise him, and that's what our book and you know, I'm praying across Texas is. So you get up in the morning with a, a happy heart and thank him for the day. Whatever comes your way, you thank him. And that's what Easter provides. Linda. Absolutely. That's it's what the hope. It. Yes, it is. And Jesus is that rope of hope. And then get out. Don't stay in that that shell yes. of the Easter egg. Break that open and begin to make that food for others or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chess Winkle, who's a longtime friend of ours, uh, is going to, uh, I guess in about a week now, will begin his new talk show on K- KTXW. And he, um, he has a ministry in Round Rock, Texas, uh, he and his wife, Lori, of uh, feeding poor people. Oh, wow. And he, he, he is the epitome of a person that lived in a world, he was married four times, had eight children. He's had four wives and right. now his lie is totally different when the shell of that came off of him, the shell of all of those bad choices that he made. He is a great example of what we talk about the Easter egg is. And that's what we are. We are a East an Easter egg to the world in which we live today. That's
5: right. Well, and it's also it's a transforming. You see that in redemption. When God redeems something, he renews it and brings it back to its original purpose.
4: Well, as we're talking about uh, about Easter, um, you know, we have to look back at uh, Israel mm-hmm. and the time in which Jesus yes. was born. Yes. And Easter is so much a part of Christmas that y- you can't tell the Easter story until you really manage mm-hmm. or present mm-hmm. the Christmas mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, the world says these are both pagan holidays, as you mentioned, but Basically, they are not. They're it, both of them come at a time, with the exception of seasonal, because we know that Jesus was not born in December. He right. was born probably closer to Passover, so it would be it's cognizant with Easter. Mm-hmm. But when you look at at why he came to begin with, uh, we see how much God loves us. And John 3:16 tells us that. For God so loved, I mean, His mm-hmm. love was so great. That he gave. That he gave. He gave what?
5: He gave his son for who? The world. The for body. God so loved the world. It doesn't just talk about one group of people or, or anything like that, but he loved enough to save the whole world. And he did that through his son. But his son what, that he sent as, his, as the representative mm-hmm. of the fullness of who he is was a Jewish carpenter.
4: And that is one of the most amazing things he was an ordinary man, but he was he was God in the spirit, mm-hmm. and people cannot understand that it was a, it took me a long time to well read. i
5: think I think it's a, they they get all confused with well if god 's in heaven, and it is it 's just the thing that 's come to me recently it 's like that God reached in God is so vast, he covers everything the whole mm-hmm. universe it 's beyond our conception. But it's like he grabbed into his heart and ripped out a piece, stuck it into a woman, mm-hmm. and, and and formed Jesus from that. So God can still be in heaven. Yes. He's still in heaven, but He has a representative, a full representative of who He is on this earth, because it says, you know, in the fullness of God, there mm-hmm. in it, there was no sin mm-hmm. in Him, because He wasn't formed by uh, a biological, a uh, man and woman thing. Yes. He was formed by God himself. He is God himself, a part, the fullness. And that's what he gives to us
4: when we receive him. Yeah, You know, it's like Mary's life. You know, he had that shell around it. She opened up her life to him. He had created it. Yes. You know, all life comes from, from God. And the fact that that is such a simple explanation of why we celebrate Easter. It is because it is the victory. Of the overcoming of the sin, the thing that separates us from God from the very beginning. And that's why Jesus came. That's why he was born, if exactly. we call it Christmas time. That's why he gave his life. Yes. As a ransom for many. What does ransom mean, Linda? Well, ransom
5: is that, that when you ransom something, it means there was, there's a cost to what you have to do, there's a cost to it. Mm-hmm. And so the cost be, begins. It, it talks about the price that would be paid because you cared so much about that. Mm-hmm. And we are a treasure that was lost to a holiness of a holy God. And he had to find a way to stay holy and to ransom us. So the son, the part of him, his heart, his heart paid the price. He said, okay, you don't want to believe me. You want to kill God? Don't be... I'll go to the cross. Yeah. And he you went cannot, to cannot kill God.
4: One of the things that's so exciting is that He, God had a plan from the beginning. And we are part of that plan. We want to talk about that plan when we return right after this, Mike.
0: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published by monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
7: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville, and come see
1: us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference a huge difference. Think Marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U centric. Visit ThinkMarketingTexas.com to learn more. That's ThinkMarketingTexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com
0: You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison here at The Bridge 1120, today's Christian Talk.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with my, one of my best friends, my best friend, Ms. Reverend Linda Chandler. Linda, it's been so exciting today as we have watched, walked through this special time of Easter. So and I mentioned earlier that I often ask people, um, what does Easter mean to you? You know, we, we talk about Christmas a lot. We made that connection today of how God had a plan, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. We want to nail that plan down today so that anyone that's listening to us cannot, can come to understand. That we as Christians have been called to that same mission that Christ was called, that called us to get up, get out, and go tell. And so that's what our that's what our connection is. Is that we're connected with Him that He might help us or work in us to connect with others. But when we think about the the beginning at Easter, I mean, beginning at Christmas, and how God had a plan. His plan was that He would come Himself and show the world what love is exactly he He would reveal
5: his the real nature of who he is loving merciful kind um, you know all of those things those are the things that redeem us and that he would pay the cost where we deserve death from disobedience and And the fall and whatever, and people can listen to the show and know where they've messed up. Because sin is just missing the mark, the best of what God has for us. We always miss that. And so he said, okay, I'm going to birth a new movement, because we're Mm kind of really talking about life. And I'll do it through my son, who's going to be birthed first in Bethlehem, which means house of bread. So he did so he, right from there, the manger begins to, even though he was born in a manger, which that's so symbolic, the mangers where cows and sheep eat, and now we eat of him the goodness of God. Oh. We experience that through his life and his work. And so then what then you say, well, the Easter's when he died, but it's not when he died. It's just he showed us that if we put things to death new life comes absolutely. forth absolutely that's what easter is all about it's it's yes death we die a little bit every day literally your body does i mean biologically little sure. cells fall off and everything and you say well i'm not growing new ones i mean i know i look at my face and i go <laughs> who is that and what but it's because this is just a shell like the egg yeah. and it will deteriorate but the but the eternity is growing in us and lighting us because we're going to go on forever. This shell, this, this thing that I have, that I keep saying, I don't know how it got that old, but it breaks away to reveal who we are. The gloriousness, Who? that's what came out of the tomb.
4: Well, you know, that's so exciting, Linda, because we know that God has a plan from mm-hmm. the very beginning. And it, you know, and, but it gave liberty and freedom in that plan that we could choose or not choose.
5: Well, and, it's to choose. Do You choose life over and over. Mm-hmm. Christmas is about life. Easter is not really about death. It's, it's about, about life. life. It's yes. all about life, and it, I'm, I'm really into the egg thing that we're talking about. You crack it open, and you see there's life, mm-hmm. and it's just a new way. And you begin. It's this. It's this always with His mercy being renewed every day. Every day we have. I hope if you're listening today, you'll think this is a day I'm going to start new again mm-hmm. because God has woke me up. I'm taking breath. And this, this, this person I have here is on a journey for him.
4: Well, you know, as we've talked today, we've talked about your book, um, The Gates of Redemption, and we've gone through some of those gates. But in our book, uh, "Praying and Praising Cross Texas, you wrote the chapter on God's presence for loving. Yes. God's presence for loving. That's why Jesus came exactly because he loves us so much
5: and he laid down his life as a sacrifice but sacrifice is costly a ransom is costly you were we were all bought at a great cost and so we have to realize that and what we want to do and you've said this i've heard you said a thousand times god is looking not expecting he would love to have a return on that investment mm-hmm. he makes on us. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he demands it, but how much more can you show somebody you love them? Yeah. To say, then you've given me my life as a gift in return. Let me bring glory to you.
4: One of the things that's so exciting about <clears throat> this love story is that, God's plan was that Jesus would be born in Jerusalem, in Israel. Well, he was
5: born in Bethlehem, but he, but he completed the journey in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. That shows you why Israel is so important. We can never forget God when He begins to tell a story. He has got. He is going to. Uh, he has a setting for the story. He even says Jesus will return in that very place mm-hmm. in Israel.
4: Israel is
5: is what we have got to understand. Even today, God didn't just wipe away that story and say, now it's all about wherever it is you live. He says, Israel, it's like it's his time clock. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: And it's the place of his
4: purposes. The place of his purposes. And his purpose is... It's the stage. It's the stage for the world to see what I'm mm -hmm. doing. It is the plan of God, and we want to go through that. We have a few minutes, Linda. We never close this program that we don't come back and tell people how important they are to God's plan. Amen. It is a plan of love. and First of all is that you have to come to acknowledge that you don't have him, that you are lost and you're wandering in this down this yellow road of life, lost, looking for the answers. If you're there today, we would say to you, you need to come to the point that you consider the love of the Lord Jesus. The consider God's presence to love you and to prepare you for loving others. And then the 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 B part is to believe that Jesus loves you and has a life has a life plan for you. And so we offer you that today. You might wherever you are right now. You just might say, Lord Jesus. I believe what Linda and Evelyn have told me today, Mm -hmm. that my life is precious. It matters, that your life matters to God. Yes, and that he has come to redeem it. And these gates we talked about today is through the gate of trust when we come to that point. That you trust God for what He is, for who He is and what He wants in your life. So if you want to do that, you can do that right now. Let us know. You can get in touch with us at, uh, on the Love Line, 512-249-6535. Or Linda, give them your contact information.
5: Well, you can always call me at, uh, 512-203-7293. I'd be glad to talk to you and tell you um, and encourage you and pray with you.
4: Well, it has been a great day today. You're going to come back with us for this next program we're going to do next week, the week after Easter. And we're going to be talking about why Israel is so important in God's plan. Because it's the stage of his purposes. The stage of his purposes. Right after this, we do thank you for joining us today. And uh, Mike, uh, we pray that you'll have a wonderful Easter and that all of our friends will come to know the reality of his love and his presence. Day after day, we
0: are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535 or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.